Hey, Song Surfers, welcome to Song Surfing. It's your friend, John. Song Surfing is a bi weekly playlist of independent music pulled from the far reaches of the internet. I've been checking out music on Bandcamp, Spotify, Slap, SoundCloud, AudioMac, YouTube, Facebook, Audius, Instagram, and a few others, and I'm excited to share some excellent tunes with you this episode. Song Surfing is a part of the Live from the Lincoln Lodge podcast network. Head over to thelincolnlodge.com to explore the other shows on the network and to learn more about the venue that's home to the nation's longest-running independent comedy showcase. Okay, seriously, song surfers, this episode has so much good music, and a lot of these tunes are from equally good albums. We'll hear music from New York City, Potrier, Spain, Sydney, Stockholm, St. Paul, and South Tangerang in Indonesia. All right, let's get to the music. First up, we'll hear from internationally touring cross-genre chamber music experience Warp Trio. The group is a mashup of Juilliard-trained players with members coming from backgrounds in rock and jazz and, of course, classical styles. And they can be seen performing classical works in prestigious halls and on the same tour headline a standing room-only show at a rock club. We'll be listening to the song The Well, which is a collaboration with vocalist and composer Reina Sokolov-Gonzalez. The song tells the story of how isolation during the pandemic forces one to confront one's self-identity, deal with their demons, and conquer them. The album, which is available for purchase on Bandcamp, was recorded remotely after developing ideas through Zoom meetings. Song surfers, you have to hear this album. It's so good. I'm loving the blend of orchestral layers with uh, uh, funk, uh, funky grooves, and, and there's the perfect amount of chaos that sneaks in as well, which gives it just the right amount of flavor. On the song The Well, you're going to hear a really memorable melody, some uh, masterful arrangements of parts, uh, string arranging, and a bit of a surprise ending. Man, I'm really excited for you to hear this. So here it is, The Well, featuring Reina Sokolov-Gonzalez by Warp Trio from the album, and I love this title, the album's called Warp Trio's Pandemic Disco Fantasy. This is starting off our first block of music, and we're going to hear an introduction by Josh of the band. Hey, yeah, Josh from Warp Trio here. Uh, so this is The Well. Uh, it's a tune we wrote with our friend Reina um, during January of 20. Uh, 21 and you know kind of away from the uh, the touring world for a while and both parties were uh, not doing much so I decided to kind of write something that, that kind of dealt with being being inside and, and, and self-discovery and all that stuff um, yeah, in uh, pandemic times we all did this recording uh, one by one there's this little mini orchestra and um, yeah we dig it hope you guys enjoy it thanks
Hi everyone, my name is Lis and I'm the accordion player in Aigua. Me and Joanne, who plays the guitar and sings, are very happy to present the first song of our brand new album, Nonino. This song is called Decimes de la Mare Terra. Saturn y Marte, 
El meu cor de ros i espart El meu cor batec i rostre El meu cor, cor, teu cor nostre El meu cor, música i art Ai, 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 qui ets tu i qui sóc jo Listen to your own heart It's 
there just crying out Come on, make it start It wants to hear you Make changes now A little goes a long way One day you might just say Might just say Might just say Me and I in this little, little world It seems we never get too far Hey friends, John here. Is one of your New Year's resolutions to start a podcast? Well, you should. I can tell you it's fun. It's really rewarding. I can also tell you, though, that even a seemingly simple podcast can have so much behind the scenes that goes into it. But thankfully, there's Captivate, a podcast hosting platform that makes it easy to manage and monetize your podcast. With Captivate, you can create and distribute unlimited podcasts, get advanced analytics, monetize and promote in one simple, easy to use dashboard. Song surfing is hosted through Captivate. And what does that mean? So after I script and record an episode, I upload it to Captivate And they shoot the episode out along with the accompanying show notes and artwork to a ton of podcast players like Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, GeoSavin, Podchaser, Stitcher. All of the episodes are saved on the Captivate server, too, so I don't have to worry about having a separate hosting site or creating RSS feeds, anything like that. They also provide multiple ways to share the episodes, so I haven't needed to futz around with creating smart links, and their player app for WordPress was super simple to add to songsurfingpodcast.com, and it works great. Other perks include a free website, a dynamic ads platform, and incredible customer service, like seriously incredible customer service. I think that last piece alone makes Captivate stand out from the rest. Try it out for yourself because they're running a special seven-day free trial. And be sure to click the referral link that's in the show notes. Okay, back to the music. (laughs) I love that tag at the end. Song Surfers, we are back. We started the first block with The Well by Warp Trio. Second was the song Decimes de la Mar... Terra by the group Igua. Igua, which means water in uh, Catalan, is the duo of Lise Hendricks, uh, who plays Melodian, and Joan uh, Piero Aznar, uh, guitar and voice. Igua pays homage to the land where Joan grew up, and that is also welcomed Lise, the Valencian country. 
Joan's flamenco and Manouche jazz intertwine with Lisa's folk music to color the dances and musical expressions of this place. Its habaneras, jotas, mazurkas, and lullabies wave between modern harmony and the craftsmanship of traditional music steeped in improvisation and sung poetry. They tell me the song is an homage to all the beautiful things that surround us, both Mother Earth and the people that inhabit her with all their cultures and traditions. It's sung in Catalan, also called uh, Valencian in Valencia, Joan's mother tongue. Song surfers, I, I was first drawn to the song by the musicianship. I just love that that style of playing, and there's something really mesmerizing about the melodion. It's um, if you've never seen one of those instruments before, it's a small, smallish button accordion. Um, I've seen it used in um, a traditional Irish music as well. A really, really unique sound. Um, so, you know, the playing's really expressive in the guitar and melodion, and really the whole album is awesome. You really need to go check it out on Bandcamp. But when you go through and you read the lyrics, and I just um, gave them to my translator, um, here's here's a little snippet of, of, of the song we listened to. My heart, mammal heart. My heart, roof and sacred. My heart, stream and aquifer. My heart, sweetheart, sour heart. My heart, seed of the tree. My heart spoken and written, my tamarind heart. And the song goes on like that, uh, continuing to uh, recite my heart and then adding different descriptors. Um, and it's just beautiful. Uh, the, and some of the, um, without it rhyming, you know, without it, at least in English it doesn't, um, I don't know. I think that almost heightens the, the effectiveness of the poetry. Go check it out. Third in the block was Cassidy Watts' new single, Body Talk which she tells me was inspired by powerful, iconic female artists of the 80s. It features themes of self-love and personal reflection, and the song aims to help people in today's society to realize their own potential and open up to the idea of granting themselves love. The production of the song was inspired by uh, people like Whitney Houston, Madonna, Diana Ross, Cyndi Lauper, and Cassidy used a collection of 80s synthesizers, uh, instruments from that era, to write and record the track. Really cool. There were some unexpected turns in there. Uh, and as I commented uh, when we came back from the music, or like the ending, there were all sorts of little uh, unexpected moments in there. I love the abrupt changes from section to section. And Cassidy's voice sounds great. It's almost crystalline. Really, really clear. Uh, that's out October 20th, which is in just a couple of days if you're listening the day this episode comes out. Friends, if you like the tunes that you're hearing on this episode of Song Surfing, then help the artists. Take that next step and help spread the word about your favorite artists and their songs. You can share their Bandcamp or streaming platform links on social media or text your favorite song to your friend. Uh, buy some merch. And remember, you can find all of the artists' website and the preferred streaming links that they, they provide over on the episodes and show notes page of songsurfingpodcast.com. In the last episode, I talked about having a turnaround on the music of Bob Dylan after going years and years and years and years thinking I didn't like Dylan's music and really not really giving it much of a chance. Uh, after a long road trip, I got to listen to a lot of Dylan's music and I watched a documentary and I found out I actually like Dylan's music and uh, like his singing, love his lyrics, as everyone does. Uh, and there was a lot, a lot 
lot to find there that I really enjoyed, and I just wish that I had figured that out 25 years ago when I first tried to listen to Dylan. Uh, so I asked you, what um, artists have you had a complete turnaround on? You went from uh, not not liking to, to loving. Uh, Mike Davies said... Uh, great to know you made the Dylan connection. It'll pay dividends. As for me, I was inspired to learn to play guitar through my love of great guitar bands, in particular Led Zeppelin. Soon after learning to play acoustic guitar, I became really motivated to write my own songs, but found, in addition to the understandable learning curve, a barrier in lyric writing. I really didn't know what to write about, and I found I couldn't quite resonate with the lyrical subject matter of many of the bands that were at the same time motivating me. Yeah, totally. I get that. I got that from Led Zeppelin <laughs> as well. Love the guitar play. I love all the musical stuff about the band. Uh, but yeah, like what the hell are the songs about? I don't know. Anyway, um, back to what Mike was saying. It was only after stumbling upon Joni Mitchell's Ladies of the Canyon album that I got the message that lyrics were really important, but also that I could actually write about, well, anything. That was a massive awakening and turning point for me. Thanks for, uh, thanks for writing, Mike. Okay, over on Instagram, Brianna, uh, Brianna Bass, actually a new contributor to the podcast. You'll be hearing from Brianna in an upcoming episode. Um, Brianna says, I grew into Springsteen. Growing up with a folk musician father, our household was strictly country, folk rock and gospel, acoustic all the way. Anything even remotely synthesized would elicit complaints from my dad. I didn't come to love the boss until I was in my late 20s, out on my own, and actively trying to expand my musical palette. So Bree found the boss. And then Derek Smith, over on Facebook, said Christy Moore, who is an Irish folk artist, Frank Ocean, and Kanye were his discoveries. He says, I can't say I've completely gotten into Kanye yet, but I get some of the hype now. What did grab me more and led me actually to listen to Kanye, was the album by Frank Ocean called Blonde. The use of sound is uh, really good, and some of the, and there's some very subtle but beautiful guitar. So I've been thinking about Brianna's comment uh, about growing up in a, a certain musical household. And I'm curious about you. What kind of music did you grow up with? Uh, for me, it was pretty eclectic. We listened to a lot of Beatles, a lot of Led Zeppelin, so the classic rock stuff. But... I, the classical station was on a lot. Um, I had some disco cassette tapes that I, I really, really liked when I was in uh, middle school age. Listened to those a ton. Definitely wasn't what uh, the other kids my age at the time were listening to. I also had a vanilla ice cassette. Uh, you know, there's uh, maybe my taste was a little questionable at the time, but, uh, you know, I, I think there was a lot of different stuff uh, coming into my ears at the time. And I think that's kind of like what comes out into in, in this podcast. You know, eclectic in, eclectic comes out. Um, so how about you? What uh, what did you grow up listening to? Do you still listen to that? Did you rebel against it when you were a teenager? What's your story? Email me at songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com or find me over on Instagram or Facebook. I, I have both of those. It's at songsurfingpodcast. All right, let's get back to the music. Kicking off the second block, we'll hear a song by Swedish composer and producer Jurker Osterlind, who releases music under the name Mudbody. Jurker told me that the music of Mudbody is inspired by alienation, nature, and a constant search for artistic integrity. We'll be listening to the song Weight Blanket from the Underachieve EP. 
And here's what he told me about it. The whole Underachieve EP was made in front of an audience, streamed on Twitch. This informed the way I worked, quicker with less afterthought, hopefully more honest. I played all the instruments and mixed the tracks. I don't talk about uh, much about the meaning of the lyrics since it robs the audience of their own interpretation. I really don't expect you to read the whole thing, but I wrote my bachelor's thesis about the process. Song Surfers, I'll link to that in the show notes. It's an interesting read. It's called Live Production Using Twitch as a Substitute for an All-Seeing God. And go listen to that EP, Song Surfers. It's really good. I love the use of space in the production. Some of the notes uh, just hang there, and it has this effect where the moment's intensified by that. It makes it feel claustrophobic even. And... On the song we're going to listen to, come on, the fuzzy bass, it's just awesome on its own, but backwards distorted fuzzy bass? Uh, I feel like I need, a, after hearing that, I need like a Guy Fieri-style catchphrase to say um, when a moment in a song really blows me away like that. Something like, shut the door, or that just blew down my house. Hot sauce! So help me out with that song, surfers. Uh, give me a Fieri-level catchphrase. I need my own Welcome to Flavortown. Email your best cheeseball catchphrase to songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so after that song, we're going to hear a visit that I recorded with song surfing correspondent Zach, and then we're going to hear a cool listener submission from a friend in Indonesia. All right, here is the second set of music started by Mudbody's tune, Weight Blanket. Hot sauce!
Okay, Song Surfers, with us again is correspondent Man of Mystery, Zach. Hey, Zach. Hey, everybody. What's going on? So you have a tune for us today? I do. I do. I just got back from the wilds of St. Paul, where I found an awesome new band called Begravement. Uh, they're a much younger band, just formed in the last few years here, and just put out their first EP called Conjuring the Necromancer. Uh, from that alone, you can tell they play death metal. But they play death metal more of a classic style, like, say, the band Death, if you will. Uh, that means greater emphasis on melody, more technicality, more dynamics. They don't just bludgeon you over the head with heaviness. Uh, they, they have a huge appreciation for that sort of classic style, but they're not just, they're not just parroting it. Uh, they have a lot of their own flourishes, a lot of interesting tangents, stabs of experimentation, a lot of creative songwriting. The song I chose here is called Destroying Angel. It's off that Conjure the Necromancer EP. Uh, it's, it has a greater emphasis on melody than most of their other writing. Uh, and it's done in a key that's not usually done on a guitar. Uh, it's done in C minor, uh, but they say it was a fun challenge for them to try and play that. Uh, that again, they're a younger band, and if they're doing material this caliber now, I'm really excited to see what they come up with down the line. Thanks, Zach. See ya. Thanks again, John.
Hey, what's up? We're back. First in the second block, we listened to Mudbody with the song Weight Blanket. Second was Destroying Angel by the band Begravement. Third, we heard Line and Horizon by Herfson. Herfson is the project of Prama Herfananda from South Tangerine, Java, Indonesia. Herfson draws from influences including Queen, Radiohead, New Wave, Synthwave, and Space Wave music. So all the waves. Herfson told me that this song is about questioning our thoughts, visions, and perceptions. Cool song. There were um, some vocal uh, moments in there, uh, little melodic hooks that really stuck in my head. And I like the experimental stuff that that happens in the middle. Um, it's a f- fun re-listen. Um, you can submit your music to the podcast over at songsurfingpodcast.com. There's a submission form on the website. And also it would be cool if you know of a band, maybe your friend's band or you just there's a local band that you really like. Uh, let me know about them. Uh, DM me or uh, at me on Instagram or do the email that I've been plugging all this episode, songsurfingpodcast at Gmail. I love hearing uh, your music, but I also love hearing almost even more hearing your recommendations of other music. That's, that's the most fun for me. Uh, it's like hearing from a friend. And friends, if you're liking this podcast, then take a moment to write a review and give me a rating. Um, hopefully the five-star kind. I linked in the show notes some of the sites that have a rating or star um, star rating or comments as an option. So that's Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, and Podcast Addict. If you use any of those or if you'd be so kind as to go on one of them and write up a little review for the podcast, that would be so awesome. Um, why do that? Well, um, it, it helps the shows be more visible. Um, however, the algorithms work on there. It, it uh, makes when people are browsing for new uh, a new music discovery show. Uh, maybe song surfing will pop up along with your NPR musics and whatever else that are out there. Um, and, you know, it's also motivating for me, too, when I, I read uh, complimentary stuff. If you have any suggestions for the podcast, I'd love to hear that, too. But email me that. Oh, there it is. That music means it's time for me to say thanks for listening to another episode of Song Surfing. Hey, if you missed it, check out episode 23 of the podcast where I interview YouTuber, songwriter, and music instructor Pete Johns. If you never checked out Pete's stuff before, he's got a um, really popular and growing YouTube channel where he talks about writing music. He gives tutorials for how to write songs. And his specialty is GarageBand iOS. But even if you don't use that app, uh, it's still uh, there's a lot of good stuff there, and there's a good community that he's built up. That's part of the Song Surfing with Friends series, in which I bring on a guest. They select some music to play for the audience, um, some music that they choose from other artists. We also play a song or two of theirs, and we talk about uh, their creative stuff, songwriting or YouTubing, whatever it is that they do. Remember, I want to know about your musical upbringing. Did you grow up listening to a certain genre of music in your house? Did you grow up without music? Did you grow up only listening to Stockhausen Verez in the Velvet Underground? And then later had to learn how to listen to music? 
Tell me about it on Facebook or on Instagram at Song Surfing Podcast or email me at, you know it, you'll be saying this in your sleep at this point, songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. If you're a Spotify user, there's a super enormous Song Surfing Podcast Excellent Tunes playlist. It features most of the songs that have been featured on Song Surfing, and it would make the perfect accompaniment to riding your bike along the lakefront, or painting your toenails, or playing that game where you ball up pieces of paper and throw them into a trash can that's set across the room. That's linked in the show notes, or just search Song Surfing on Spotify. You hear that? I love this part of the tune. Uh, this is Little Pills by Patrick Moonbird, and at the opening of the show, our intro music is Living in a Fishbowl by Josh Ween. That's linked in the show notes as well. And then last, um, if you'd be so kind as to give a listen to my EP, uh, my debut EP under the name Oodles, uh, is available on Bandcamp, and anything I make off of that is getting donated to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, Make-A-Wish Illinois is the local branch that's going to. Linked in the show notes. Thanks again, friends. See you next time.